everyone, and welcome to Delta Talks, a TMT podcast by Delta Partners. I'm Samrita, and I lead the PR function here. If you've been here before, welcome back. We're happy to have you. If you're new, welcome. In today's podcast, we speak with George Serafin, SMD of Healthcare at FTI Consulting, and Anthony Dornan, a senior principal at Delta Partners. George is an experienced industry veteran, possessing a unique blend of industry, technology, and consulting experience, as well as a molecule-to-patient perspective across pharmaceuticals, biotechnology, medical device and diagnostics, and healthcare. He is a senior managing director in the healthcare solutions practice at FTI and has held multiple roles across the industry and professional services throughout his career. Anthony is a senior principal at Delta Partners, where he drives the connected industries practice, focused on supporting companies across a range of sectors to capture the opportunity that digital transformation enables. Over to you, Anthony. Thanks for the introduction, Samrita. And it's great to have this discussion with you today, George. I'm looking at very much forward to hearing your perspective on how you see the healthcare sector evolving and embracing new potential opportunities. And as we all know, it has been a challenging last few years in healthcare and for the world at large, driven by the onset of the global pandemic. We've seen shortages of equipment and supplies and a lack of capacity at hospitals during critical moments. But we've also seen a sector which has adapted and moved at rapid speeds to combat COVID-19. From your perspective, George, how has the global pandemic impacted the trajectory of digital health? Always a pleasure, Anthony. And as you had indicated, the last few years have been incredibly challenging um, for us around the globe, um, specifically with respect to the pandemic and our ability to take care of uh, our patients. Digital health has had to play a key role uh, because we've been prevented from being able to, to be in person, uh, being able to take care of technologies like telemedicine, as an example, uh, remote patient monitoring um, have now elevated themselves uh, into uh, standard of care. Also looking at uh, accelerating development, looking at artificial intelligence, machine learning, opportunities to go over and uh, develop new therapeutic interventions, in addition, obviously, the vaccines that have been successful to inoculate us around the world. So it'll continue to play a huge role for us um, moving forward. Excellent, and I think we can all point to examples even in our own lives over the last few years where really we have felt the impact um, and the increased presence of digital health solutions. Underpinning this, what do you see, George, as the key new technologies that are enabling these new transformational use cases that are supporting the change in how healthcare is being delivered? Well, Anthony, there are several. I think one, it's just recognizing fundamentally that data is now the new currency in healthcare and understanding uh, all of the different types of data, metadata that are being collected on all of us as patients and how that data could be used in a very positive way. If you look at you know, digitization, just in terms of the whole gamut of wearables, um, as well as uh, uh, IoT, and then looking at personalized medicine around uh, companion diagnostics, software as a medical device, uh, all of those really play you know, into this new um, data and technology realm that we're in. 
And then lastly, it's also very important that from an innovation perspective that regulators can keep up. Uh, it's obviously very difficult for them. They've had to bend the curb, so to speak, with respect to benefit risk to bring uh, different therapeutics to market, different devices to market faster than usual. And how can they keep up moving forward? Well, a couple of ways they could do that would be uh, leveraging real world evidence. Uh, so clinical, clinical data that could be used uh, subsequently to uh, also evaluate uh, patient uh, safety and efficacy of different trials. Looking at virtual twins or in silico trials as well, where you can use computer simulations and modeling um, to support clinical trials to try to be able to get sufficient data and evidence of the safety and efficacy of critical uh, medical products. Yeah, I think we're really seeing a um, step change in the capability that is there uh, today in terms of technology to support these new use cases in the healthcare sector. As you've been mentioning, I mean, I think there's the underlying connectivity and commute, uh, compute capability which is enhancing increasing with 5G and with fiber connectivity, allowing this high throughput, low latency um, networking to compute to support new use cases in the sector. And you've also mentioned that new platforms and technologies, AI, machine learning to assist uh, healthcare professionals and um, from visualization to the smart manufacturing and um, to evidence-based testing. Uh, and as well, you mentioned also the applications that are that are coming to the fore in terms of new devices, uh, IoT, sensors, wearables, et cetera. So really uh, across the board, we're seeing this new technology enhance applications and use cases across the sector. When I look to innovators in the space, who would you point to, George, as, as key players where industry could extract lessons um, from who are some of the key innovators you see from the healthcare perspective? Yeah, there's, there's a number of them, Anthony. Um, I won't name any specific uh, innovator, but if you look in terms of uh, providers uh, and the ability, not only here in the U.S., which obviously has a um, private insurance in addition to public, but even worldwide, it, we see where providers are able to uh, leverage digital health, where they're able to go over and enhance the, the, the patient experience. Um, we're able to, to track a patient from the time that they're uh, brought into a clinic, brought into the hospital, uh, and then being triaged and treated. Uh, there's significant opportunities there you know, to continue to innovate and identify what are the right methods, treatments to provide to a patient at that time. And there's lots of other actors in terms of device companies that, again, are providing anything from your core medical devices to new virtual reality assisted surgeries, robotic surgeries, uh, to software as a medical devices. Um, obviously, even then in the marketplace, you, you look at uh, an Amazon, you look at uh, other companies that are taking part of, part of the role uh, within healthcare, but it's multifaceted as you know. And even in your space around telecom, you really need those, uh, really si those significant players to provide that, that infrastructure. So when you talk about 5G, any opportunities there to facilitate communication and data exchange. All, all of those players are uh, need to be innovators. All of them need to be part of the solution. Yes, I, I think there's many actors um, that are playing roles across different elements of the value chain and in different parts of the ecosystem. So we're seeing innovation 
across many different spectrums here. If I was to ask you to frame the opportunity overall for the sector, what are some of the key themes that you are seeing emerging, George, in terms of where you see uh, healthcare going in the, the near or midterm? Well, if I frame success, it would be in several, several areas. Um, one, certainly lessons learned from the pandemic. So how can we uh, globally, how can we continue to um, evolve and lessons learned from where we are? You know, how long it took us to bring vaccines to market, therapeutic interventions, be able to inoculate the population. Um, how can we learn from that and continue to do better? The other area that certainly I think elevated itself uh, is around health equity. It's, it's a narrative, it's a incredibly important objective, but yet we still haven't been able to, to satisfy it or address it. We talk a lot about it. We make, I would say, small steps in that direction, but that's something that I think the pandemic certainly shined a broader, uh, brighter light on, if you will, is um, health equity needs globally. And so it'd be really important for us as a society, how, do we, how are we able to do that? How are we able to go over and give access to uh, health and medicine around the world to everyone that needs it uh, at the right time? How can we increase diversity in our clinical trials to go over and being able to uh, increase patient safety and efficacy, or even just giving access to potentially life-saving drugs to unrepresented populations around the world? And then lastly, I look at supply chain resiliency. That certainly taught us a lot of lessons we, across the board, whether it's um, you know, direct uh, APIs or uh, pharmaceutical ingredients or specific medical products, or just even the equipment that's needed to go over to, uh, uh, and the, the raw materials, glass, plastic, that are needed for diagnostic kits. All have been incredibly stressed through this pandemic. And so we need lessons learned of how do we build that resiliency into our global supply chains. Yeah, I think there is a big opportunity, as you're saying, George, to really build on the lessons and experience of the pandemic to solidify and strengthen the healthcare sector overall and ecosystems overall, and then continue to have or build upon the equity point that you're referencing. If I look to other themes that are emerging in terms of the delivery of, of healthcare um, itself, and we've mentioned at this, the start of the call, the rise of telemedicine um, in and uh, other things of this nature. I mean, do you see that there's a, a shift towards other more common types of, of delivery, the hospital at home concept um, as a new hub in healthcare or even community uh, health and digital hubs emerging at the hospital themselves? I mean, how do you see the, what were the key pillars of the ecosystem evolving uh, over the next few years? I do, Anthony, exactly what you're saying. We're seeing a fundamental shift. Again, it'll take years, but a fundamental shift where because of the technologies that we're talking about, um, in addition to, I think the population wants to take better care of itself. It wants to be more responsible for its own health care. It has the opportunity with respect to wearables and mobile technology to track um, uh, each own's uh, health. Uh, folks even reach out to different uh, um, mail-in uh, services like 23andMe or Ancestry.com and learn more about their genetics. And you put all of that together 
and what it does is it builds that bridge where, as you were just saying, you move from where the hospital was the center in terms of home, uh, healthcare delivery to where now it transitions to more of the home, really being the healthcare hub uh, or uh, within a community, within a clinic. Uh, but because it can take advantage of now these technologies, you can be able to access your healthcare professional via telemedicine and be able to have those conversations. You could order everything online and have it delivered. You can go over and have your uh, vitals uh, submitted through remote patient monitoring, uh, through the infrastructure where the clinician can be able to monitor uh, your vitals and any information they need uh, at that point. So we definitely see that trend more and more. And it'll be interesting to see because now, as you were mentioning earlier in our conversation, the pandemic also put tremendous stress on the healthcare system, the fact that the amount of beds that needed to be taken up to support folks that unfortunately were um, uh, struggling with uh, with the COVID virus, um, and then you'll but then opening the beds up for with respect to uh, surgical procedures and other medical procedures, you'll see those obviously continue, but more specialized. But in terms of just the day to day health uh, activities, uh, diagnosis and even treatments, depending on the type of treatments, um, those all could be prescribed and be done from a, a home hub perspective moving forward. Very interesting. And when you look at the challenges that would face that type of setup, the hospital at home setup, or even the sector more broadly, you've been mentioning I mean, elements around um, regulation and the regulatory setup, but also the supply chain resiliency and pressure. How would you frame the, the main challenges to either create or build upon um, the hospital at home theme or concept and trajectory and the sector at large? What do you see as the main challenges that we're facing here? I'd probably break it up into three categories. First, infrastructure. You need to have a reliable infrastructure um, to be able to, to exchange any of that information, any of that data. Um, so that, again, looks at our bigger players in terms of our telecom players uh, with respect to infrastructure and then having the internet uh, access and being able to have the dependable uh, access uh, to uh, propagate that data uh, from the home. Secondly, obviously, then, if you're uh, anything with to do with data, you have the cybersecurity issues, and they're real, uh, and they continue to be a daily, daily uh, problem uh, with respect to um, just managing uh, any of those cyber attacks uh, and any potential breaches. And then third, think about the skill sets now that we needed. So if I'm going to be in my home and I do need some type of uh, medical assistance, what does a new skill set look like uh, in terms of a healthcare professional? I may need to visit me to either help me set up a dialysis machine or um, be able to help me with uh, some specific device that I would need to uh, I would need support in. So is there a difference now in the healthcare professionals and the skill sets? that I would need in say a home hub setting rather than specifically in the uh, provider or hospital setting. Yeah, no, I think that's very interesting. The, the themes you're mentioning in terms of, of the challenges around the infrastructure, data and skill sets um, needed. Then when I look at the sector and potential partners to the sector, you've mentioned that uh, there could be many players that can help innovate um, to supply and enable different parts of the ecosystem. When I look at, let's say, technology companies or telco partners, 
how do you see that they can collaborate with the sector to accelerate this digital transformation that we're seeing? I think they actually play a very key role, Anthony, in two ways. One, as I was mentioning before, just the overall infrastructure uh, with respect to the home-based hub. Uh, how they're the ones that are going to have the 5G infrastructure. They're the ones that are going to be able to have access from an internet perspective and being able to uh, have the appropriate data exchange and also the appropriate cyber security controls. The second area is in manufacturing. You're seeing also a, a very significant uh, investment in advanced manufacturing and smart manufacturing techniques globally, as you know. And of course, that means you have to be able to have all of your equipment wired. Uh, it's all connected, if you will. And again, this is, this is really the uh, opportunity for the telcos especially to, be a, to play a very big role in both of those areas. I think that's very interesting. And I, I think there's big potential and opportunity for greater collaboration here between telcos and, and tech players and the sector. As you mentioned, I mean, the infrastructure and data side, and there's the potential for telcos to leverage their consumer relationship to connect the healthcare ecosystem and provide this trusted network for home healthcare, as you're referencing. There's also the chance to be more uh, innovative, perhaps in even testing with um, some of the, the healthcare providers, new use cases, leveraging some of the new technologies like, uh, like 5G, for example. And then we're seeing already today providers that are offering ICT and digital transformation services to healthcare providers across a range of different activities from hospital management platforms, pharmacy platforms, et cetera. So very much the opportunity to build on this um, capability and collaboration with the sector in terms of what telco and tech can do uh, to the sector. And then, as you mentioned, on the other side, the uh, sort of the helping and enabling the manufacturing side, again, leveraging these new technologies is also a potentially critical role that we see that telco and tech can play. Then looking uh, more in terms of our capabilities, uh, George, in terms of what FTI and uh, Delta partners can deliver and what ways do you say that we could describe um, how we can support the transformation of the healthcare industry and healthcare players and how tech potentially can play a greater role to engage with industry. What, uh, what, would, what are the capabilities that we can bring to market here, George? No, I appreciate it, Anthony. And that's certainly what I'm so excited about uh, FTI and Delta Partners and the value that we provide to our clients. And you can look at it, I think, it, at several different levels. The first level is the fact that we can connect the dots across that compl complex ecosphere that we've been talking about being able to understand the telcos, understanding the technology partners, understanding the healthcare partners, understanding the life sciences uh, partners. Uh, all of them are part of that ecosystem. All of them are part of that solution. And we have that opportunity to help, help them connect the dots so you can see the bigger picture because right now, understandably so, they can only see uh, through their own lens uh, a piece of the equation while we can see the overall equation. Secondly, is our ability to uh, advise them strategically. This is certainly a long-term play. This isn't something that can be done in the next year or two. It takes multiple years. So our ability to help to develop a coherent, actionable multi-year strategy across these different dimensions, I think is really important. And those dimensions are across not only technology, but obviously also the processes, 
and also the people that need to be engaged across that ecosphere. Um, and then third, it's a deep subject matter expertise in different areas, whether that be in supply chain, whether that be in regulatory, whether it be in R&D, whether that be in um, on the consumer or marketing side, uh, given all the different dimensions that FTI has and Delta Partners globally, um, not only just in one particular region, but globally, I think is of significant value to our clients. And overall, our opportunity to really make a positive impact. Great. And I think there's significant potential opportunity here, as, as you're saying, George, for the healthcare industry and for telco and tech to play a greater, greater role at enabling the transformation of the healthcare sector. And obviously at, at Delta and FTI, we're well positioned to support across a range of topics. So for our listeners that are interested in finding out more, I would encourage you to reach out to either George or myself to find out more about potential ways we can collaborate. So thanks very much for the time today to discuss uh, digital health, George. It was very, um, it was great having you as part of this podcast series. Thank you, Anthony. Always a pleasure.